Hi, everybody. I hope you all are doing well. I miss everyone. So as I'm recording this episode, I'm sitting in Gimmelwald, Switzerland, G-I-M-M-E-L-W-A-L-D. You should look it up. It is beautiful. And I'm sitting outside the hostel in this little outdoor, I mean, I don't know if you call, it's not a shed. It's like a circular outdoor seating area. It's enclosed. There's windows. There's like candles lit. It's all wooden. And my view is of the Swiss Alps. I am so high that like minutes ago, we were above the clouds. There are waterfalls. The sun is setting and it is just glorious. It is so beautiful. The name of the hostel is Mountain Hostel. And I truly don't know if I've ever seen a better view from a hotel room or I mean, it's not a hotel, it's a hostel, but you should look it up because it's beautiful and I can send you pictures if you want. But I don't know. There's moments like this where it's I'm like, I have so many people I would love to bring here so they can experience this beauty and see it. But I'm just I guess I just have to be thankful that I'm here. But uh, I wish I could bring people here right now with me so they could see this because it is it is spectacular. But anyways, I'll tell you about my time in the Interlaken, Lauterburn, Switzerland area on the next episode. But I need to update you all about Zermatt, Switzerland. So when I was making my itinerary originally, I didn't have Zermatt on there. I was like, I would love to go there, but I only have a month. It's not going to fit. But one day after church, we were sitting at lunch and my friend Matt Pills, shout out to Matt. He said, you have to go skiing when you're in Europe. And I grew up skiing. I love skiing, but I never thought I could ski in the middle of June and July. But he was right. There is skiing in Matterhorn Paradise, which is in Zermatt, 365 days a year, weather permitting. So I was like, all right, that is getting added to the itinerary without a doubt. I would love to ski in Switzerland. So I show up after a long day in Zermatt, and it is a classic ski town, just like Telluride or Breckenridge in Lots of wood buildings, lots of chalets, chalets, C-H-A-L-E-T. That's an English word. and I still don't know how to say it, but lots of those, lots of flowers in the windows, which I love, but it was beautiful walking around and the Matterhorn is visible from all parts of town if there aren't clouds. So I was there three days, which turned out to be a very good thing. And I'll explain why, but I finally on the third day saw the Matterhorn and it was beautiful. You can, it's just that huge mountain you can see from all different parts of the country. Well, I mean, I don't know about the country, but like that area, you can see it from all over because it sticks out. And so I arrived in Zermatt at like seven. I remember this specifically. My train arrived in Zermatt at 714. And there was a church in Zermatt that went from 630 to 730. I was like, I miss so much just hearing worship songs being sung and like being in community with other believers. So I was like, I'm going to get off this train and I'm going to run. So I got my backpack on. I am ready to book it. I know exactly where I'm going. And so I'm following where I'm supposed to go and I get to the quote church and it's a hotel. It's like, where is the church? So I'm looking around and I cannot find the church. It is not where Google Maps says it was. So that one was a bust, but the attempt was there. And I did a nice slow walk back to the grocery store <laughs> because I needed food. I was like, well, that idea didn't work out. So I got my food from the grocery store and I spent a lot of time in that grocery store because I did not go out to eat in Zermatt because it is so expensive. 
all of Switzerland is so expensive. It is a very affluent area. And I said, jokingly, joking, not joking, there should be a diet called Switzerland on a budget. Because I think I've lost a few pounds here because I'm not eating a whole ton because I don't want to spend this much money on food. It's so expensive. It's crazy. But also Zermatt probably didn't help because it was a very like ritzy ski town. But anyways, that night I checked into my hotel and I wanted to stay at a hostel because they're normally more affordable, but the hostel there only had a mixed room. So they put guys and girls in the same room, which I, I'm not a huge fan of. My friend told me a situation that she didn't feel comfortable when it was like a mixed room. And it's never a good situation if there's say six people in one room and a group of five guys books together and there's like five guys and one girl. And so I was like, eh, don't love that idea. So I try to stick to hostels where they have just girls room. So I don't have to worry about that. But I was at this hotel. It was a really nice, low-cost hotel. And I walked around that night and I talked to my friend Shannon, which was good. It's always nice to talk to people back home because it's fun to travel by myself and be on my own schedule. But I miss my friends and family. I'm a very much a people person. And I've met a lot of cool people. But, like, the people I know from back home I miss. So I talked to Shannon and walked around, which was fun. And then the next morning, I was I got up. I put on all my clothes all my clothes I put on like truly I think I was wearing the majority of clothes I have in my backpack because I'm going skiing and it's 30 degrees up there so I'm I'm ready to go I eat great breakfast they had a buffet it was incredible cheese meat granola juice all that stuff it was great I'm ready to go I go to get rent my skis and the guy tells me they are not open today due to high winds it was like 60 or 70 mile per hour winds at the top so there goes that idea of skiing. <laughs> and I told myself what Coach Donato always says. He says, everything happens for my good. And I think that's based off of Romans 8.28 that says, all things work together for the good of those who love him. Like work together for the good of those who love God. So I was like, you know what? Everything happens for my good. It's going to be okay. There's a reason this happened. We'll figure it out. And <laughs> the reality is, I don't think I would ever want to learn about if it wasn't for skiing. So okay, what am I going to do? Um, so I didn't see the Matterhorn that day because it was cloudy, but I kind of just like chilled out and my knee was kind of feeling weird, probably from sprinting after so many trains with a heavy backpack on my back. But, um, I really kind of was like, I should rest my knee, but I love running. And I just feel like I was made to run. So it was a whole day. It was kind of like misty, rainy out. I was like, I need to go for a run. So I went for a run. I don't know if that was the best idea or not, but um, that day I read Acts 10. Like I said, I'm reading one each day. I'm on this trip. I'm reading one chapter of Acts. So um, I read Acts 10. And then at the end of the day, I ro- walked over like across town and climbed up this little hill to see a view. And it was fun. Talked to my dad. And then I I was like kind of bored because I don't have anyone to talk to really. I didn't meet a lot of people in this town. And so I was just walking. I was like, hmm, God, what should I do? So I went for a walk and I was like, hmm, maybe I should follow the river. So I walked down this river and it was nice. It was fun walking through the town. And then on my way back, um, there was a letter, let words on the side of a building. And I was translating it on my phone because I was interested in what it said. And this man came up to me and he essentially asked, are you lost? Do you need help? And I told him, no. I'm just translating this on the sign. Like, what does it say in English? And he said, it says, 
God's love is a blessing. I was like, oh, that's crazy. That's so interesting. Like, that's what it says. Um, and so I asked him, I was like, are you, oh, are you a Christian? And he said, yeah, I am. And he said, there used to be signs like that on all the buildings here, but not anymore. And he said, I think money has replaced Jesus, which was really interesting. And I've thought a lot about, a lot about that recently, actually. And that lines up with what a girl told me last night. And I'll talk more about this when I tell you about my time in Lauterburn and Interlochen. But I went to a church last night and I was talking to a girl, Lauren, who's around my age. She's from the States. She's nannying over here for a year. And um, at dinner, they're talking to me and the Swiss are just so wealthy. She says it's a very affluent country. And she said that's it's kind of a similar thing, that they have money and they don't think they need anything else. So I thought that was kind of sad. But anyways, that day, nothing to do really just chilled out I talked to Anne Shirley at night um then wake up the next day I'm ready to go skiing and yet again no skiing because it is storming at the top of the mountain so there goes skiing day two and at this point I'm kind of thinking I'm in Zermatt for one purpose and that purpose is to ski I only have one more day here so I was like I really hope I get to ski but like, I don't know. I just, I was praying and some of my friends were praying for me that I would get to ski. And so ah, I only have one more day. I, like, I really hope I get to ski. I want to ski in Switzerland. So that day rained. It rained all day. And I was stuck in my room and I was going stir crazy. And I spent a little more time on Instagram than I like. I hate wasting time on social media. So I was like, oh, but it's okay. You live and you learn, I guess. But um, I read a little bit. I read the book of Titus. And then at one point I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the laundromat. Like, let's, let's do something. Let's do something with my life. So I put on a poncho on top of my backpack and on top of me, look like an idiot yet again. And I trek over to the laundromat in the rain and I go in, in the laundromat and the lady tells me it's $24. No, well, 24 Swiss francs, pretty much $24. So no, I was like, no way on earth. I'm not paying that. So I'm okay. Thank you. And so I left and went back to my store and got some dinner. They have coops all over the place. So that's where I went for dinner. I think that's where I went that night. And I ate my pizza. <laughs> I got a piece of warm pizza and I got carrots, not baby carrots like we're used to, but legit carrots. And so I sat on the floor in outside the grocery store because it was almost a mall type setup so I sat out in the hallway on the floor and ate my pizza because it would get cool by the time I got back to my hotel but it's also downpouring rain so I just sat on the floor I sent a picture to my sister it's like this is my life right now Megan but it was good it was great it was funny and um oh one thing I've noticed that I'm doing is I pick up on people's accents and I sound so stupid so if someone's speaking with a French accent or a German accent, I match their accent. So I start saying like, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, Kelsey, you don't have a German accent. You don't have a French accent. Like, what are you doing? You sound so stupid. But it just makes me laugh. And at this point, I don't think I can fix it. But like, for example, I say y'all because I spent so much time, I think my freshman year around Anne Shirley. And she says y'all. So I picked up on that. And also it's a, it's a lot easier than saying you all or you guys or whatever. So, yeah. But anyways, day three, I've left you all in suspense. <laughs> I finally 
get to ski. It was like deja vu doing it time and time again. I put on all my ski stuff. I eat a big breakfast, so I'm ready to go. And finally, this time, I walk over to the ticket booth, and they give me a ticket, and they say they are open. It was just this, it was a beautiful day. Blue skies, stunning. I can, I haven't put pictures up on Instagram yet of Switzerland, but I can send you some pictures. It was beautiful. I don't know, like before a big game or a big race, sometimes you just get this feeling of like, "Mm, this is going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. And I kind of had that feeling of like, "Hmm, it's going to be a good day today. So I got my ticket and I went over and I rented all my stuff. They gave me one sec, my phone, making sure my phone's not dying. Okay, I'm fine. So they gave me ski pants, gloves, and a coat. And turns out I actually was hot. Like I had too many clothes on. Because like I said, most of the clothes I had in my backpack, besides my two dresses, I think I had on my body because I thought I was going to be freezing. And so I rented my stuff. It was funny renting skis because I've never had to rent my skis. I always just have my own. But anyways, I got all my stuff. I go up the gondola. It took us 45 minutes to get to the top, which I'm not complaining about because the views were stunning. It was beautiful. I think my ticket, honestly, even if I didn't even get to ski, it was just worth it to go up the gondola and get to see those views. It was beautiful. So I get to the top and I put on my skis. I was like, it is June. What was the date? June 29th, I think. I am skiing right now. This is crazy. So they didn't have a big area open. It was a pretty small area actually, but I get to get to ski down. I took I don't know how many runs I took, probably eight runs. And it was it was not great skiing at all. It was pretty bad. And it was very strange being on a different pair of skis. I think the skis they gave me are a lot shorter than my skis that I normally ski on at home. So it was kind of weird being on different skis and the snow was not good at all. But, you know, I was skiing in Switzerland. I can't complain. And there was a moment where I kind of skied over to the side of the area, the ski area that was open. And I was coming back. And as I came back, like, to get on, they didn't have lifts. They had these little tow ropes. I looked at my phone, and it said, welcome to Italy. And I looked at a Google. I went on my phone, and I looked at Apple Maps. And I was like, what the heck? I just skied into Italy, and I didn't even realize it. So that's a new fun fact, I guess, is I skied into Italy, and they did not even check my passport. But... <laughs> Also, so like I said, they didn't have chairlifts running. They had these tow ropes that you kind of just sit and put this bar under your butt and it pulls you up the slope. Well, I didn't have anyone to go with me because I'm skiing by myself. So I was always by myself and I kind of would slide off. And there was one time I slid off, but I caught it with my hand. And so I it felt like I was water skiing and every way because I'm holding on to this bar with my hands and I'm skiing up and it's pulling me on my skis up the slope so it's funny and it gave me an arm workout which I definitely need because I don't think my arms are super strong right now because I haven't used them a whole lot or done many pull-ups or push-ups but it was a great arm workout and it pulled me up the hill and I was determined to not let go because I did not want to have to ski back down and then go back up but I finished skiing and I went down the gondola and on the way down, I was with these two girls who looked, they, I don't know how old I thought they were like high school, college age. And I started talking to them and it turns out they are professional skiers and they're right now training to make the national team. And I thoroughly enjoyed getting to talk to them. I talked to them for a really long time going down the mountain and I was just asking them about their training and what it's like. And so they were 18 years old and 
they I think they were just finishing high school from what it sounded like. And they go to a school where they ski part time and they go to school part time so they can get their diploma. And I was talking to them and they were telling me what the program's like. And they're like, yeah, it's our dream like, to make the Olympic team. But first we need to make the national team and work our way up. And I was asking them, do you have to spend a lot of time in the weight room? And they're like, no, we don't we know i was like no you definitely do i think we just have a different word for it so i talked to them and like oh we call it the training room and yeah and she's like yeah we have to go in the training room a lot especially in the summer when we don't ski as much so i love talking to them and they asked me like oh are you gonna make any reels on instagram like of your trip and i told them I was like i probably won't but my sister said that she'll make it for me so they they follow me on instagram and they're they're waiting anxiously megan for that reel so when i get home i'll give you my phone and you can you can make it but um yeah so in the end i am very thankful that i took matt's advice and went to zermatt to get skiing because i don't know if i'll ever get that opportunity again in my life and also pretty cool to get to ski in Switzerland in the middle of June and also ski into Italy. But um, as Coach Dinonato says, everything happens for my good. I am actually happy that I didn't get to ski day one or day two because I saved all that money. And I think just one day was enough just because the ski conditions weren't the best. But very, very cool to get to do that. And I don't know. I've had many moments in on this trip where I've just thought, like, I am meant to be here. And going down that gondola, talking to those girls, I was like, hmm, I'm meant to be here. And so really cool. Such a cool experience to get to ski in Switzerland. And after that, I headed like two, three hours away to Lauterbrunnen, which is where I'm at now. And I'll tell you all about that on the next episode. But on my way to Lauterbrunnen, and I've kind of started to do this. Anytime I notice that I can get off a train at a stop, explore the town for like half an hour, an hour and get back on, I try to do it. So I went to a town, mm, I think it was called Rhonda, R-A-N-D-A. I'm pretty sure that's the town I got off at. And I just walked around for a little bit. And again, classic Swiss town, these old wooden buildings, really pretty. Um, everything's in German. So that's cool. I actually just got out of the shower not too long ago. And I was looking at the so like the soap that I have, like the condi um, conditioner, body wash and I'm thinking I was like you know I think this is conditioner for my hair but I'm not 100% sure because it's in German and I didn't take the time to type it into my translator and the soap I was like don't know what kind of soap this is it kind of smells like like a boy so I'm like I think this is like men's soap but who knows it's all in German <laughs> but I actually I love it I love hearing all the different languages and I don't know it's kind of cool it's really cool it's such a diverse world of so many different people so many different languages it's like oh i'm gonna go back to america and everyone speaks english it's so it's so boring it's more fun when you have just a bunch of different people from different nations and that's cool but all right well i am it's 9 30 here so i'm probably gonna go sit outside for a little bit because it's still light out the sun hasn't i mean the sun set but it's still light go sit outside for a little and then head to bed because in the morning, I am heading to Italy. All right, I'll see y'all later. Miss you.